Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Here, present. scientific term for such a phenomenon. Cryptomnesia, the appearance in consciousness of memory images which are not recognized as such, but appear as original creations. The experience lies at the root of many instances of plagiarism, intentional or unintentional. But in this story that follows, we propose to carry it much further than that into the realm of the occult. The arcane. Will it change me, Doctor? Will it make me different? Not permanently, no. Will it help me? I hope so. Why don't you just lie back and relax? Then we'll proceed. All right. I trust you. Good. Anyway, I think I do. I have to, don't I? mystery drama, Hidden Memory, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Elspeth Eric and stars Christopher Tabori and Terry Keene. I'll be back shortly with Act One. We all know that memory plays capricious tricks on us. I myself can remember the phone number of my parents' home when I was six years old, without fail, at any time. Yet, there are moments when I cannot instantly bring to mind the number of the phone I have now. I'm certain you have had the experience of forgetting something you're sure you know perfectly well, only to have it pop into your mind hours, days, or weeks later when you were thinking of something quite disconnected. Well, it is that fitful fickle, freakish thing called memory that will concern us in the hour to follow. Sniper up ahead. Sniper, Larry. Watch it. Oh! I told you. I told you. Hit. Larry, are you hit? I'm coming to get you, old man. Probably a doctor. Ah, yes. Definitely a doctor. He had a little smile on his face and he looked kind, concerned. Oh, yes, I remembered him. He was the one who put the needle in my arm. When was it he did that? How long ago? Feeling all right. 
Yes, I think so. A little disoriented? <laughs> I guess you could call it that, Doctor. What was it? What did you pump into me? Sodium amytal. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. You said you were going to do that. Did it work? We'll soon find out, won't we? Did I do anything out of the way? Not at all. Well, what did I do? You relived a very painful experience. I did? Very. I couldn't get to him. That's right. Oh, I was scared stiff. That's right. <laughs> scared stiff. That's some sort of a joke, isn't it? Scared stiff. Paralyzed. Is that possible? You've never heard of being paralyzed with fright? Oh, yes, I've heard of it. Uh, never thought it would happen to me. Mm, it didn't happen to anybody. Often does. Doctor, will I be able to walk now? Hey, your mother's outside. Would you like to see her? You didn't answer me. Will I be able to walk? Now, I think I'll ask her to come in. Uh, will you come inside, please, ma'am? Oh, yes. Thank you, doctor. Hello, mother. Oh, Evan, darling. Doctor, he looks so pale. I'm going to ask you to sit in that chair. No, not that one. Over there. Well, can't I sit beside Evan? Over there. If you please. Well, whatever for? Oh, why can't she sit next to me? Because now we're going to find out whether... If I can walk. Is that it? That's it. Precisely. Go on, Mother. All right. Thank you. Now, young man, don't rush things. Take all the time you need. You want to swing your legs over the side of the bed? That's it. Splendid. Need help in standing? No, let me try it by myself. I did it. You most assuredly did. Now, I want you to keep your eyes on your mother's face. Darling? And slowly walk over to her. Don't look down at the floor or your feet. Just keep your eyes on your mother and go to her. Ready? Yes. Slowly now. Darling? Eyes up. I'm right here, darling. I'm walking. I'm walking. Oh, look at me. I'm walking. Eyes up. Up. Oh, oh, no. Oh, Evan, are you all right? Darling, are you all right? I was walking. I was walking. Uh, of course you were. Till he yelled at me. Who, who yelled at you? No one yelled at you, ever. Yes, you did. I heard you. You said, get up, you little coward. Get up off that floor. I never said that. But I heard you. I heard you. Get up off that floor, you little coward. Doctor. Get up. I heard you say Doctor, when Evan was little, just over a year old, someone did say that to him. His father. <laughs> A few days later, I left the hospital with Mother. She wanted me to drive. She was so proud and pleased that the paralysis had left me. But I had my mind on other things. A lot of other things. Not just the wonder of being able to walk again. Other things. Marvelous. 
mysterious things. They're almost there. Your grandmother will be out front to meet us. I phoned her from the hospital. Evan, are you all right? Hmm? Oh, uh, yes, I'm fine, of course. You're not still upset about, you know, falling down that first time, are you? Oh, no, not a bit. Because you've been walking perfectly ever since. <laughs> I know. I think it was just that your muscles were weak after not being used for so long. Maybe. Or you couldn't find your balance right away. Probably. That's what the doctor thinks. I don't care what the doctor thinks. Evan, when he's done so much for you. Oh, all right, all right. I appreciate it. I'm grateful. Then what is it? It was hearing him say, Get up, you little coward. But he didn't say it. I was there. I, I know. I heard him. Evan, my dear, What's he more, didn't... I saw him. What? Yes, I saw him. I saw him standing there. No, no, wait. Wait, I'm going to stop the car. I did. I did, I did. I saw him and I heard. Evan, now see here. We have got to get this straightened out. Now, I told you and I told the doctor, when you were, oh, almost a year old, we were trying to teach you to walk. And you did pretty well on the whole. Anyway, I thought so. But your father, well, he was not a patient man. He did everything so well himself, so quickly, and apparently with so little effort, he... But irritated him when someone else didn't do something to perfection straight off. Is that how he was? A wonderful man in many ways, but he liked to have his own way in everything, and he was inclined to be irascible when he didn't get it. Yes, I remember his voice. The way I remembered about Larry after the doctor gave me the sodium amatol. Only that had worn off by then. I just... I just remembered it. I heard it. I suppose it's possible. But it's all there, isn't it? All what? All where? Everything. In your memory. It's all there. Well, I suppose so. Then why can't you get at it? Dear, I've no notion. I mean, you should be able to. All I can tell you is what the doctor told me, and he should know. <laughs> why? Just because he's a doctor? There must be tons of things he doesn't know. Evan, don't excite yourself. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bet you I could. But well, let's get going. I tried. I know I could. I want you to see my rose garden. I couldn't figure out how I could do it. I know I could. Ah, here we are. Here's the turn. There's no such thing as forgetting. Oh, doesn't the place look beautiful? No, no such thing. Oh, we're coming to the little lake. It's all there. If we could, if we could only remember. Arthur Willow's lovely. Bending over like that. I'll remember everything. Oh, you see? You see how pretty it looks? Evan. What? What did you say? See how pretty the lake looks. How fresh and clear. Stop the car. Stop the car. What for? Stop it. All right, all right. That's what you want. Evan, what is the matter? No, nothing's the matter. I just want to look at the lake. Oh, it's beautiful, don't you think? Evan, where are the swans? What? There should be swans. There, there should be swans on the lake. There haven't... There haven't been any swans. Yeah, there used to be swans on that lake. I remember them. Beautiful, stately swans gliding around, preening their necks. Now I can see them. There have been no swans on that lake 
since before you were born. What is it? You mean that? Your father had them disposed of. I remember them. But you weren't even born. I told you. It's all there. In my head. Everything. Evan, let's go on up to the house. Your grandmother will be waiting for us, and you can have a hot bath. Wait, what are you going to do? I'm going down to the lake. Please, Evan. You go on ahead. I'll join you in a little while. Evan, please. Now, I am frightened. Don't be. I'm not. Go on, Mother. Tell Grandma I'll see her presently. Please, Mother. I'll be all right. Really, I will. Well, if you're sure. I'm sure. I'm very sure. I've never been so sure in my life. I guess she drove off and up toward the house. I didn't hear anything or bother to look back. Because my eyes were fixed on the lake. I still saw the swans swimming. Swans which, according to my mother, I had never seen. Well, I saw them now. I on the bank of the lake under a willow tree and I stared into the clear, still water. Oh, so clear I, I could see way down to the bottom. And there, at the bottom of the lake, I saw... I saw something that flooded me with feeling. Rage, impotence and despair. I heard myself scream... of some psychic personalities to know the future. How much have you heard about retrocognition, knowledge of the past, and how far back into the past can this retrocognition extend? If it can go back to the time before birth, then what are its limits? Does it have any? Or is it unbounded? We'll return shortly with our second act. Cicero declaiming from the Capitoline Hill? Have you heard Shakespeare arguing with his wife? Have you heard George Washington exhorting the troops at Valley Forge? Or have you only thought you heard them? No matter, not really. In the dim and deep recesses of your consciousness, it all comes to the same thing. I drove on up the long hill to the house. From behind me, I thought I heard an agonized scream, but I closed my ears to it, put it out of my mind. I was frightened. Frightened for my son. Frightened for myself. I wanted my mother. Darling, how good to see you. And Evan. Sylvia, where's Evan? Oh, back there. Where? Back where? By the lake. What's he doing there? Heaven knows. Why is he with you? Mother, so much has happened. Let me go inside, will you, and I'll try to tell you. Well, Evan's all right, isn't he? He said on the phone he was. Uh, he was. Uh, he is. Or maybe he isn't. I don't know. Just let's go inside, please. So much has happened. Go on into the library. Tea's all laid out. I, uh, 
I don't think I want any. Oh, of course you do. Best thing in the world for you when you're upset. You seem to be. Come on now. Mother. Will you hold me? You told me. Why, of course, dear. Of course, there now. It's all so confusing. I don't know what to make of it. Darling, you told me on the phone Evan's able to walk now. Everything went very well. It did. It did. And he is walking now. I, uh, I didn't tell you on the phone that the first time he tried, he fell down. But oh. he's, he's all right now. It isn't that. The sodium amytor worked perfectly. It brought back something that happened during the war. Uh, close friend of his was shot by a sniper, and when Evan tried to reach him, help him, he couldn't. Sheer fright paralyzed his legs. But once he'd lived the thing over in his mind, he was all right. Mm-hmm. I was in the room afterward. He was walking toward me, and suddenly fell down. And from the floor, he, he accused the doctor of yelling at him which the doctor hadn't done at all. The doctor had simply told him to keep his eyes up. But Evan was certain that he'd shouted, you little coward, get up off the floor. He was absolutely positive. Nothing could shake him. What didn't you tell me? Well, because everything eventually straightened itself out. At least I thought it did. But on the way home, Evan kept mumbling about how Everything, absolutely everything, must be there. Be where? In your memory. That's what he said. If you could only get at it. Well, why get at it? Particularly if it's unpleasant. Get him in here. I'll get this foolishness out of his head. Now, you mustn't scold him, Mother, please. Now, listen to me. When we were coming up the driveway, we stopped to look at the lake. And I said... Doesn't it look beautiful? And Evan said... Evan said... Where are the swans? Swans? What swans? Now, you see, it was so long ago, you don't remember. There used to be swans on that lake. You don't remember, but Evan does. But that was ages ago. It was before Evan was born. Before he was even conceived. It was 25 years ago, Mother. Probably he heard us mention them, talk about them or something, how beautiful they were. Yes, they were beautiful, now that I think back. It's not a time I like to remember. When you and that dreadful man you married moved in with me, well, I just don't care to look back on it. Sorry you brought up the subject. Please, let's not get started on the subject of my marriage. Do you mind? We've been all over that. Well, if you'd listen to me... Well, what about your own marriage? I stayed married. That's more than you can say. My husband didn't run off and leave me. Didn't he? You know he didn't. He died of the fever right here in this very house with me by his side. All right. All right. Let's not argue. Right now, it's Evan I'm thinking about. Well, get him in here. Where did you leave him, by the way? Well, he got up. Got out of the car by the lake. Where the swans are swimming, he said. Mother, he thought he saw them. The whole thing is a bunch of tummy rods. Mother, a lot sh- of silliness. I-, I think he just came in. Oh. oh. Hello, dear. Well, Evan, come have a cup of tea. Evan, dear, you all right? Sit down, lad. Sit down right here and have a nice cup of hot tea. Thank you. Your mother and I have just been talking about you. A uh, mother? Uh, yes, dear. Oh, here's your tea. Lemon. 
No sugar? Thank you very much. Why didn't you ever tell me? Well, tell you what, dear? The father hit you and knocked you down. Why didn't you ever tell me that? Why did I have to find it out? All by myself. It had happened again. Evan had remembered something he could have known nothing about. Could never have ever heard about. But we never discussed it in front of him years later or at any other time. It was a closed secret between my husband and me. I was so shaken by Evan's words that I got to my feet. I stumbled out of the room, went upstairs, and threw myself on my bed. Then later... Mother, are you in there? I'd really like to talk to you. Oh, I know you're upset. Really, you shouldn't be. You didn't believe, did you? When I said I saw Father strike you and knock you down? Or is it that you did believe me? Is... Is that what upset you? That what I saw was true? Mother, please. It's true. Of course. I knew it was. How could you possibly know? I saw it. It happened before you were born. Before your father and I were married. How could you possibly know? You say you saw it. Where did you see it? At the bottom of the lake. Evan, you're mad. I saw it. I saw the whole thing. You see, it's... It's a matter of... Of concentration. I think that... I think that's what it is. I don't really know. Anyone can do what I did. They, they just haven't tried. They don't know the power they have. See, I didn't know till now. Evan, if I went down to the lake and concentrated the way you did, could I see things? Hear things that happened, say... 30 years ago? I don't see why not. When I was a little girl, my father went away. Left your grandmother and me. Oh? Where did he go? That's just it. I don't know. I know what your grandmother told me, that he went to London on business. But I never believed that. Of course, I was devastated when he left. I thought I'd never see him again. But you did. He came back. Oh, after weeks and weeks. But to me, it seemed like years, like forever. I've never really gotten over it. Evan, if what you say is true, that nothing is lost, that everything can be brought back, couldn't I bring back all that? Where my father went? With whom... Couldn't I go to the lake and find out? Yes, if you concentrate hard enough. But you don't have to go to the lake. You could go any place. Use anything. Anything that will shut out the present and bring back the past. I could go to my rose garden. That's the place I love best. I could go there. into my rose garden half afraid 
half-determined. I needed to free myself of this gnawing curiosity that had plagued me since childhood. I passed my favorite rose bush, then turned and went back to it. It was a tall bush laden with deep yellow roses, the yellow shading at the heart to a kind of coral, almost orange. I looked deep into it, shutting out the world, the present, losing myself in the heart of a rose. Then I saw it. Evan! Evan! Where are you? Evan! Here, Mother. I'm here. Evan. Oh, Evan, I, I saw something. I did. I saw it. I did exactly what you told me to do. I... I stopped by my favorite rose bush, the dark yellow one, and I stared into it. I don't know how long. For a long time. And everything seemed to float away from me. Even you, even... Even the rose itself. Everything. I didn't know where I was, or who I was, or what I was doing. I was disembodied. I had no mind, no will, no... There's no being. Then after, I, I don't know how long, I saw it. Clear and distinct, pointing straight at me. What did you see? An arrow. An arrow, Evan, pointed straight up at me. An arrow. Oh, Evan. What does it mean? Why should I see an arrow in the heart of a rose? I... I don't know, Mother. But it must mean something, mustn't it? Oh, yes, it must mean something. Something connected with Grandfather. Would you like me to try... To try and find out what it means? Oh, would you? Do you think you could? Well, I could try. What will you do? Well, I should go to the lake, of course. Try to find the answer there. Evan, you've been gone so long, I was worried. Did you see anything? Anything that would help? I, I hope you're not going to be disappointed. Well, just tell me. I saw Victoria Station. Victoria Station? That's all? Well, Mother did say Father went to London. Is that all you saw? Just Victoria Station? No, no. Something else. Uh, something vague. Large, going on and on, and white, oh, very white, like a, like palisades, rising straight up out of the water. That, that sounds like the cliffs of Dover, and the train to Dover leads from Victoria Station. It all fits together. Victoria Station, Dover, the Arrow. Now I know where my father went. Oh, quick. We must go tell your grandmother what we know. Oh, I felt so triumphant, so powerful. My mother's lie to me so many years before lay exposed for what it was. She had hidden the truth from me, but now I knew it. I knew. You are free to believe or disbelieve. 
Let the dead past bury its dead. Longfellow preached that in 1839, and in general, we have tried to do just that. But it isn't quite working, is it? The past and its dead are uneasy and refuse to stay buried. Perhaps it is better for us to go at least halfway to meet them. I'll be back shortly with our final act. one of whose lines we quoted before goes like this. Trust no future, however pleasant. Let the dead past bury its dead. Act. Act in the living present. Heart within and God o'erhead. Sound advice, is it not? But would the poet have offered it if we did not persist in trying to raise the dead, bring back the past? A lot of claptrap. Simple-minded balderdash. Perhaps it was the war that unhinged my grandson, or perhaps he inherited this morbid streak from his father. Whatever caused it, I, as the living head of the family, intended to eradicate it. Just how, by what methods, I was not sure. Mother, what do you want? You'd like to speak with you, Grandmother. Well, I'm not sure I want to speak with you. Now, please, Grandmother. Oh, very well. Come on in. Thank you, Mother. Yes, thank you, Grandmother. Mother, sit down, both of you. Listen to what I have to say. No, Mother. I repeat, sit down, Sylvia, and you too, Evan. Yes, Grandmother. Now, I don't know what this Falderall is all about this rubbish about seeing things at the bottom of our lake. It's not rubbish. Seeing things that happened before you were born. Mother, I think you should know that Evan isn't the only one who has seen things. So have I. You, Sylvia? You've been a party to this chicanery. Can you calm yourself enough to listen? Well, I don't know that I can. It's all too too mortifying. Well, try. Hear us out. Very well. I shall try. Now, at first, I felt pretty much the way you feel. That there was something strange about the whole thing. That uh, Evan was peculiar, maybe even a trifle mad. But he assured me that this ability to remember things from the past, even the distant past, was not confined to him. So I decided I would try. Try hard. You went down to the lake and stared into it like Evan? No. Evan said it didn't matter what you used to gather your concentration. It could be anything at all. So I went to the rose garden. To my favorite rose bush. The tall yellow one with the deep center. And I... I lost myself in one of those roses. A particularly beautiful one. Only just half open. I stared for... I don't know how long because time lost all meaning for me. I lost myself within it. Well? What happened then? Anything? Yes. I saw an arrow. An arrow? You saw an arrow? Well, clearly there was no arrow inside a rose, so you imagined it. Does that matter? Grandmother, wait. When Mother told me about seeing the arrow, 
I didn't know what the significance could be any more than she. So I offered to help. He went back to the lake. And what do you think he saw? I haven't the foggiest notion. Victoria Station. Victoria Station? What in the world? That's not all. Evan, tell her what else you saw. Masses, masses of something white rising out of the sea. And what is that supposed to signify? Masses of white rising from the sea? What else could it be but the white cliffs of Dover? I am not impressed. But the arrow, Victoria Station, Dover. Don't you see how it all fits together? The golden arrow, Mother. The boat train to Paris. From Victoria Station, you take the train to Dover. They load the train onto a ship, sail to Calais. Unload the train there, and you take off to Paris. It's all perfectly clear. Not to me. Why should imagining the golden arrow mean anything to any of us? Because that's where Father went. All the time you told me he was on business in London. He was in Paris. Is that what you've been conniving to find out? With all this staring into a lake and a rose? Was this simply vulgarity about where your father spent those few months? Couldn't you be satisfied with what I told you? No. No, I couldn't. I simply couldn't. Sylvia, you have hurt me deeply. Would you leave the room now? I'd like to speak to Evan alone. If that's what you want. That is what I want. All right. Call me if you need me. We shan't need you. Well, what is it, Grandmother? Evan, I want to show you something. Something I have kept all these years. Even your grandfather didn't know I had it. And, of course, I never showed it to your mother. It's here, in this little locked drawer. Here. Come take a look at it. All right. Why, it's just uh, a sheet of paper. Yes. Beautiful color, isn't it? That deep purple. Stiff, shiny. Marvelously preserved, don't you think? Was it old? At least 30 years, I should say. Grandmother, does this have something to do with Grandfather's absence when he was in Paris? He returned to me, you know. Never told me where he'd been, just came back and expected me to take him in. Which, because I loved him to distraction, I did. But this purple paper... When he'd been home where he belonged, for about a week he got a package... There was a box inside, wrapped in this paper. Obviously a gift of some kind. What kind of a gift? What was it? Do you think he showed it to me? Told me what it was? But I was convinced then, and I am convinced now, that some woman sent it to him. Now I'm convinced it was some woman in Paris. That he had an affair with some designing woman in Paris. Evan, do you think, is it possible that using your methods, I could discover their trysting place, discover her name, perhaps even discover her? It's possible for anyone. I've told you that. Evan, Evan, I'm going to try. Look. 
Look here at this purple paper, this shiny purple paper. See how it reflects the light. Seems to be giving off sparks. Yes. You leave me now and let me stare at this shiny purple paper till I see what I want to see. So intense was my determination. So ardent my desire that I dismissed all my querulous doubts about the absurdity of this procedure. I sat down in front of the little table, pulled up a chair, and with my hands holding the sides of my head, I gazed intently at the sheet of purple paper. Evan! Evan, where are you? Evan, I need you. Yes, Grandmother. I'm here. I'm right here. What is it? What's the matter? I saw... I saw... Grandmother, you're trembling. Come, sit down. No, no. No, I have to tell you. Yes. You saw something, didn't you? In the piece of paper. Yes, I saw something. I saw several things. Now, tell me, what did you see? No, not now. I won't tell you. Now. Because you might try to talk me out of it. Out of what? The trip. Our trip. Our trip to Paris. You and I, Evan, are going up to London... Then we are going to take the boat train, the Golden Arrow, to Paris. The very next day, Evan and I were in Paris. You're quite certain we're in the right place, Grandmother. Are you doubting your own methods, Evan? Oh, no, no. You think because I'm 60 years old, I can't do what you did? And your mother... I sat staring at that piece of purple paper till I felt... Well, how shall I put it? I, I, I felt as though I had no earthly existence whatsoever. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I know very well. You felt it too? Oh, yes, I, 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 I felt it. I suppose your mother did too. I'm sure she did. The first thing I saw after who knows how long was the water, this long stream of water winding, twisting... Going on for miles, miles, seeming never to stop. I watched it with fascination for a good long time. And then it burst upon my consciousness. Of course, it was the sin I was looking at, the sin river that winds through Paris. Of course. Madame, monsieur, give us something to drink, Grandmother. Heaven, no, I'm too nervous. Oui, I'm pour Madame. Pour moi. Un vermouth cassis, s'il vous plaît. Merci, monsieur. Tout de suite. I'm trembling head to foot. Isn't that ridiculous? Is that all you saw, Grandmother? In the purple paper? You'll never guess. Oh, no, I don't want to guess. I want you to tell me. Why this particular cafe? Well, I don't know exactly, but what I was seeing in the purple paper, the Seine, then the Louvre, isn't it logical that what I was seeking must be on the opposite bank to the Louvre? Yes, I suppose so. Did you see anything else, though? Well, just a hazy impression of something red, a smudge of bright red. Now, that's all? Like a, like a little red ball or a tiny cloud that moved. But you couldn't make out what it was. I'm positive we're in the right place. I feel it. Oh, Grandmother, you're becoming a real sensitive. Am I? Do you think so, really? Well, you're showing all the signs. Monsieur, le vermouth cassis. Merci. Quelque chose d'autre? Ça suffit. Merci bien. Well, Grandmother, 
Here's to the success of our little trip, eh? Evan, I'm actually trembling. I'm trembling all over. Now, now. Evan! again. Perhaps I do have them. How can I be sure if I have never tried? One of these days, one of these days, I shall plant myself in front of something. A rose, a piece of purple paper, a lake as clear as crystal, and concentrate till I feel disembodied, discarnate, feeling without flesh. Anything will I see. Our cast included Christopher Tabori, Elspeth Eric, Terry Keene, and Robert Dryden. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. When I was a lad, I worked out every tree and building on the estate. Tell me, did your butler Brunton ever ask you such a question? My word, Holmes, I don't know how you ferreted that out. But he did ask me some months ago in connection with an argument he said he had with a groom. Uh, but I, 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 I still fail to understand what's behind it all. Holmes, I, I must confess that I sympathize with Musgrave's bewilderment. Look at my notes. Go back to the ritual and read. Where? What? Where was the sun? 
Oh. Uh, over the oak. Ah. I see, Holmes, and the shadow was under the oak. Precisely. It was obvious from the first that the trees and the measurements were used as guides to some location. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.